Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To West Coast Wednesday here on Prospectors Radio with Kathleen Biffle, Rich Cooley, Scott Swiftwater Tony, Indiana Gold Hunter, Dennis Dayton, and your host, Tim Grimes. We hope you enjoy the show, and thanks again for listening. All right, everybody, welcome back to another West Coast Wednesday. It's St. Patrick's Day here on Prospector Radio. I'm your happy Patty's Day. Uh-huh, happy St. Patty's Day. Nobody's wearing green. I kind of. Well, Shad's okay. got greenish. <laughs> it is a Our little leprechaun must be running around hiding his gold or something. It's it's a form of green. Yeah. <laughs> And our little leprechaun didn't make it tonight, so yeah, there's just us four. Yeah, he's out playing with a pot of gold. Probably he's running around his little leprechaun outfit. <laughs> Give me me gold. Where's the gold? I would like to see Scott in a leprechaun outfit. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. It would it? be awesome. Or an elf suit, yeah. <laughs> Beer. That what's that, Kathleen? You drinking any green beer? Who me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm drinking yellow lemonade. <laughs> I guess I could put some green food coloring in it. And have... There's something blue because yellow and blue make green. <laughs> oh, there you go. I could probably just put some ink from my ink pen in it. It'll turn green. There you go. <laughs> Why not? What are you guys drinking tonight? Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey. Irish, Irish whiskey. There you go, Jameson. Ain't that the one where the barrel falls off the ship and the guy jumps in, gets it, carries it to shore, <laughs> fights an octopus? <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> that, 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 Just that, to save that one cast. Yeah, well, yeah. Somehow can lift up and put over his shoulder, too. That's good whiskey, apparently. <laughs> is it that good? It's a great, honestly, every day, no thrills. Every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know every day. But. Well, I mean, just want, you know, it doesn't need to be a special occasion to enjoy. I think you can get it like 20-some bucks a no, bottle. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. It's, For what it is, it's good tasting, too. Smooth. It's, it's all right. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Kathleen gives it the, it's all right, so... <laughs> Rush out and buy you a bottle of Jameson today. <laughs> they do got a great 18 year, by the way. A great what? 18 year whiskey. Who does, Jameson? It's only 130 bucks, but when you compare it to a lot of other 18 year scotches and whiskeys, it's actually a good deal. Really? And it is smooth. So you're a, you're a whiskey connoisseur. So. Yeah. We dabbled during uh, all of last year. We really drank a lot. Well, COVID happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we picked that. Uh, yeah. I think co- I think co- pounds. <laughs> I think COVID's still happening. <laughs> are you guys still working from home, Chad Kathleen? We well. are still working from home. <laughs> it's been a year. Wow. It's actually hit the year today. Mm-hmm. 
actually. Is Because there... we originally, yeah, we were um, back from Arizona. Right. We went in. It was a Monday last year, I think, and it was St. Patty's. And when Kathleen and I, they at that time they split up all the workers to half on, half at home. Right. Half at home. So we were like, all right, we'll be the first. We didn't even get through half a day. And they were like, everyone needs to go home. Yeah, we can't. Everything's shutting down. I have everything on my desk. And I haven't, everything's just on my desk. Is it like a time capsule? (laughs) Yeah, I think they boxed everything up. They boxed everything up and then sealed off all the wings, except for where. I had essential oils and everything. Oh, bummer. (laughs) <laughs> you, know, you guys are gonna hate it when you go back to work. I think I am gonna yeah. hate it. I'm loving because it. you're so used to working from home and and going to work in your attire and and all that. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know I love not having the traffic. Oh yeah, um, I'm actually getting more work done. At oh, home I bet. Him in the office because um, when you want to take a break, it's big to do <laughs> at work. Yeah, I mean, you can still stay in your bed clothes or at least put a good shirt on for the upper part, but other than that. Business on top, party on the bottom. (laughs) That's right. I pretty much have worked in my pajamas all year. Oh, she still still gets all gassed up. Like right now, I've got a nice um, Argyle-like sweater, Uh but I've got penguin pajama pants on. So (laughs) I got bear plaid ones do you yeah. <laughs> i got plaid ones just plaid they're not cool. there <laughs> and today i had like a blazer and a nice suit jacket and penguin pajama pants ah, <laughs> pretty cool well and our our, our dogs <laughs> they've gotten so used to us when we're gone even for a little bit they flip out now Oh really? What so if when we go back full you know in the office full time they're going to go nuts. Yeah. So I think oh, that's yeah. a thing that hey the mental anguish of our pets can't yes. deal it. Yeah, they're not going to know how to act with you guys not being there at all. Oh, I know they're right. just they're going to have separation anxiety, you know. Yeah, they are. That's what'll happen. They already do. Yeah, cuz you've been home with them for a year. And I like it because I get I suffer from anxiety. Right. And I feed off all the people around me at, at work, but at home, even when I get anxious, I've got my my therapy dog. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> and your therapy and oil. <laughs> yeah, she knows when I get anxious, so she'll come up and lay her head on my lap, and I can pet her while I'm on a meeting, and nobody can see her. They might see her ears. Right. <laughs> You're home. <laughs> It's nice. a, it's allowed. Yeah, now I'm getting all depressed because I am going to be sad. Back. Think you guys will go back? Well, there's yeah. no talks at least until the summer. But who knows? I mean, right? The work, the work's I, all I, getting we, done. We can't speculate. I'll put it that right. Way. The work's all getting done from home from everybody. So yeah, I mean, there, there's some critical areas like with any business that have to be actually in. Right. You know. The infrastructure, there's a lot of security security issues that they've had to ignore. Well, we don't but, deal with any um, personal information or anything like that. Say? So. <laughs> I, would, I don't know. I would yeah. think you guys could just work from home forever. 
That would be great. It's fine. That'd be cool. It's fine. Do it. <laughs> then, then we can move wherever we want and just keep working Pretty and don't have to yeah. stay. Right, you could totally go up to Alaska. You don't have to meet new coworkers. No, we just need to take that Tesla Starlight system or Starlink, you know, oh. up there with us, plug it in, and just uh, yes. yeah, do some work. Of course, the time change would be oh, that would out good. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Hard. But then we'd be done before lunchtime, and we can go dredge the rest of the day and take a nap and wake up in the middle of the night and work. Look at that. Living the dream right there. Living the dream. That would be awesome. It would be. You know? And you don't have to meet new coworkers. It just stays the same. I, I would love it. I, mean, I might suggest that. I think, <laughs> not, the, not the dredging. I won't tell them. Right. <laughs> tell them all the fun stuff involved. <laughs> hey, I set up the water table after, what, I've seen that, yeah. Oh, my goodness. We um, had to dig it out. <laughs> It was it. It was stored in its nice little bin. Uh-huh. Um, but it mm-hmm. had a pile of black sand <laughs> on it. <laughs> we turned it on. <laughs> it's gold stuck to it. Yeah, that picture she posted in the group Facebook. Um, the little speck. That was actually all the gold that was left that on the was table. That was stuck to it when it covered up away. in the black sand. Yeah. That's when you know you're finding too much gold. Ah, leave it. Leave it on there. <laughs> but no, she he went through our cons that we went, that we went sluicing. sluicing. I see. Uh, our first time out in Ohio, we got the flood gold. Actually, did pretty we well. Guys, was, you guys did good. For just a couple hours of sluicing. So obviously we didn't dig that much material. We right. still had six grams. Yeah, that was really good. It was 0.32. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was That's 0.32. Still was Oh, good. that was the silver. My bad. Yeah. For first day out and just losing. Yeah. 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 Couple I, think, hours. I think you guys did great. I mean, geez. I, I think I want to bring my dredge there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't know if I can because the water was high. Oh. Um, You'd have to get in as soon as, yeah, yeah as soon as you know. can because... Once as the summer, the water level where it was would be so down, you'd have to high uh-huh. bank it or... I gotcha. Maybe dry land dredge. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It's always that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's always that. Especially with the backpack. Mm-hmm. That's such a nimble little thing. It is. <laughs> so little. Floats on an inch of water. That's right. It gets in places <laughs> those other ones can't. Right. I think it's the greatest drink. Floating, sit on, sit on some rocks. <laughs> it don't need much. It's easy to level, yeah. Easy to level, easy to carry. We'll easy see. And now they have that whole conversion kit on oh, the new ones I, you can I buy. I think I want that. And to where you can quickly uh, detach some parts of it and turn it into um, basically a. High banker dredge, like just on a stand, take off the floats. I think in in Arizona, that's that, cool. that dredge may be useful. Well, yeah. uh-huh. more oh, yeah. so than one of those large ones. That's a great dredge. I, I don't care what anybody says. That's a great dredge. The two inch. Oh, they are. It's yeah. very versatile. Mm-hmm. It's Love ideal. It. It gets I don't know about throwing on your back versatile, but <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I never understood that. Me neither. Like, 
I mean, yeah, I get it. You can. You know. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. But it's just yeah. <laughs> awkward. But do you want to? Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I definitely want to I'd take off a pump and motor. Yeah. And yes. Yeah, I think that's the principle, I hope. I, yeah, I think that's the point. <laughs> yeah. Strap the frame and... I mean, what what if it's like a heavily wooded area? Oh, that would be annoying. And then you kind of like that frame <laughs> and put it on the back in one solid giant piece. Oh, man. You'd be getting yeah. hung up on dropping the pump. Cussing, kicking, yeah. screaming. Yeah. You'd be over that trip real quick. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you know you got to come back out of it. Well, I have a Sherpa. <laughs> So. Yes, it's true. Technically, she takes care of her own stuff. We may joke. I'm no. I am the Sherpa of useless things now, but she handles her own equipment. Well, she's able to with that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm getting kind of soft during COVID. <laughs> I, I mean, I had to pick up dog poo on Saturday. <laughs> A lot. I mean, this is like from. Oh the yeah, it's after the melt. Yeah, after the fall. Like let, let's let's put it in perspective. It was about fifty five pounds, dogs. and you got five yeah. dogs, right? Yeah. Big dog. Fifty pounds of bad. Uh, yeah. I, I kid you not. I got a sore. My oh. arm was sore. I, I, from using the pooper scooper. <laughs> you know, there's people that you could pay that'll come and do that. I know, but I'm too cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and they even take it with them. They don't even put it in your trash can. They take it with them? They oh, take wow, it with that. them. Yep. You, it's like they weren't even there. <laughs> They're like poop angels. They it show up. <laughs> they get the poop, and they take it with them. <laughs> All for one low price. <laughs> Isn't that sad, though? I mean, I got sore from picking a well, <laughs> well, you're out there for a couple hours. Doing that's, that. that's, yeah. That's, it's not like a job you just walk out, do, do, done. Right. No, when you're yeah. out there for a couple hours, bending yeah. over, stand up. Uh, that gets, Five dogs. That gets old, yeah. But I I know it's, it's, you start it's that thaw poop. After the winter, the snow's gone. And it all exposes itself. It's like, dang. <laughs> it should deteriorate. <laughs> I kind of like the snow because it covered it. Right. Up. It is true. Yeah, right? It's just like it's just like that movie. We need that pooby gone. You spray it on, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, oh, and we actually went through the the stuff that Razor sent. Uh oh. <laughs> Um, Finally, I'm getting old, older. Okay, my eyesight's not as good as it used. All right, giant magnifying glass. It was hard. So last time on the water table, I was able to do it. This stuff's smaller. I, I like I said, I didn't find none. I had to just wash it all. Only, yeah, we we only saw, I swear, a few just on the water table. So we're gonna have to pair it because they all just would blow right I off. I think I'm gonna find wrong. a tanning. I, I think this is something you're gonna have. Maybe to we'll get some mercury. mercury. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was a weird debating. Maybe, maybe that's the trick. Hmm. Or a shaker table or something. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I panned it and I was like. I, 
and and raised it. Or should be, there was gold in there. <laughs> like, I didn't find if it. If I can't find it on the water table, I'm not going to be able to can it. Right. That's how I am. Rich, do you ever do yours? black sand, too. Yeah. What? Did you ever do oh. yours, Rich, from Ray? Did I have what? Did you ever do your dirt Ray sent you? I have it in uh, the pan down there, but I've never did it you yet. You still no. haven't panned yours. Okay. Yeah. We got to see what Rich says when he does it. I got to get another. I went to pan my out, put water in my tub, and I got a crack in it. So oh, now I got to get man. another. Tub. Make a trip to the Home Depot, right? Yeah. Get a new tub. Done. Speaking of new tubs, <laughs> shit. Was that cool? <laughs> yeah, I was not serious. <laughs> I, I got to say, man, Gold's. You know, it, it actually dipped down, I, I think we talked last time, to, you know, 1680s, right? right? Um, and it's still, like, goes kind of up and down throughout the day. But it, it finished up $16.61 uh, today at $1,748.56. Okay. So it, it popped up quite a bit. It was, like, staying around the 1730s right? the past few days. <laughs> Now, silver has kind of done done the same thing, but it's still pretty high, moving up 41 cents at $26.35. Okay. Seems like now, it's there. Now, platinum, stay. that one only went up three cents, but it is still at $1,217.63. Mm-hmm. So that one's sitting pretty. And it's weird. You look at all three of those, gold, silver, and platinum, and a lot of the moves in the market, the graphs are pretty similar to with what's happened in the past couple of weeks. So they're all kind of trending the same. Right. Now, Palladium had a good jump, uh, $93.72. It's at $2,589.76. And so that leads us to Rhodium. Rhodium um, last week had a suicidal uh, jump off. I mean, it was over 29200 and then in just uh, two days later, it went down to 24900 but it moved $900 up uh-huh. to 25500 Interesting. So, yeah. That was a big uh, drop. Interesting. But it seems like when it goes up, it goes up big. When it goes down, it goes down big, too. It don't play around. You know, but still, you know, I'm just curious what gold's going to keep doing because you hear all sorts of talk about possible inflation, tax hikes, you name it. Yeah. So I'm curious to see one what the economy is going to do the stimulus thing that's all gone out. If that's going to hurt it, or if something changes and we see gold climbing back up to closer to two thousand. Right. It might. We shall see. <laughs> Only time will tell. Right? Yep, and speaking of time, we have a lot of birthdays. <laughs> Are there? A bunches. There's a bunches. St. Patty's Day birthday. St. Patty's Day. <laughs> we have Alan Smith, Alan Culp, Audrey, Bob Jones, Ed Micheloni, Eric Neitzel, Forrest Walker, Greg Gundy, John Madden, Justin Sean Baker, Ken Crass, Kent Jacobson, Kevin Ogden, Matthew, Ohio Rocks, Rich Gold, 
and William Brushwood. And I can see just three for tomorrow. Arlene Blaha, Bill Shackelford, and Doug. Huh. Dang, I don't know which ones. There was a lot for the first one. So. Michael Rocks. That well, one, that's yeah, it's a good one. Do that yeah, one, yeah. Okay, that's today's. Ohio Rocks. All right, let's take a... Yep, Ohio Rocks is from the United States. <laughs> yep, they said United States. Uh, what type of prospecting does Ohio Rock do? A little of everything. Do you belong to any clubs? Several. Who referred you to the site? Um, Jim Ham. Ah. What, what kind of equipment do you use? All types. Uh-huh. So you really... Uh, Mysterious individual. Kinda. Kinda, yeah. Joined yeah. back in 2014. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. But I tell you, the, the names that are, you know, cool, interesting, they never have a lot of info. And that guy is, uh. <laughs> so we'll have to look at tomorrow really quick. I, I just picked, it was one out of three. I picked the middle one, Bill Shackelford. Oh, okay. From Santa Rosa, California. Uh, he's a recreational prospector, belongs to the GPAA. He was referred to by C. <laughs> I'm going to go out a limb. That's code for Cecil. <laughs> Probably. No. Just saying. Um, <laughs> now he uses a sluice, a metal detector, and, of course, a gold paint. Oh. Now, he's actually been a member... For quite a while, uh, since uh, 2012. Yeah, name sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. I, I know, I've heard it. It too. does, it sounds very familiar, don't it? It sounds very, very familiar yep. to me. Mm-hmm. We met him before. I don't know, I, I was thinking, that's why I kind of picked him. It sounded like somebody we've yeah. talked to, or, and I have no clue. Hmm, you got a picture? No. Oh, dang, I was going to say we have to look and see you. Recognize. Well, Bill, I think we met somewhere. <laughs> well, it's your birthday and everyone else's. So happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Sorry, Dennis wasn't here to sing for everybody. <laughs> we, we know how much you all enjoy that. Isn't he our other leprechaun? Any what? He is our other leprechaun. No, no, no. <laughs> Dennis is more of our garden gnome. Right. <laughs> um, Scotty's the leprechaun. I mean, come on. You're right. You nailed it. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis is the garden variety gnome. <laughs> hey, gnomes ward off evil. They do. <laughs> yeah. And Scott's the leprechaun. All right. Who's the hobbit? I know Dennis is probably listening. He always listens. <laughs> He's probably shaking his head right now. <laughs> He's probably like, I'm going to get this. Yeah. Can we buy a gnome costume somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Dennis photoshopped in a gnome outfit. Yeah, we do. Photoshop on a leprechaun. <laughs> a leprechaun. <laughs> Come on, somebody listening, get on that. <laughs> Before the show's over, we want to see Dennis in a gnome and Scott as a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you don't show up. Just saying. I'm afraid what what we would be talking about. <laughs> I know. What's been I going know. on? 
what's been happening on Sunday. <laughs> you have to go back and review. <laughs> oh, no. Now, I do have some interesting that, uh, that I, I did out of fun, I guess, because I'm bored. Uh-huh. Like, we have a jar that we fill coins by our keys, even though we hardly use cash, but we always just throw stuff in there. And so I finally went through and wanted to separate them out, found, you know, four half dollars. They're not silver, though. Okay. I was bummed. Yes. <laughs> but then I, melted it. then I went through <laughs> the, the pennies and I pulled out all the copper ones. Oh. Yeah. Separate. Got you a bag of copper. <laughs> yeah. Had nothing for the years of when they used copper before they went to all the zinc What's stuff. What's the cutoff? Uh, the 80s were the last decade. It was, I think, 1990 is when they phased in the new ones. They completely... Some <laughs> early 90s, I guess, do have copper. But, you oh, know, and cool. then I... Yeah, well, that's what's funny. Those old pennies are worth two cents because of their weight in copper. Really? Yeah. Hey. They're worth more than the penny. They're worth that more than the penny itself. Yep. I, that was an interesting fact to learn. It is interesting. And then, and then I decided, oh, let's look, let's, I wonder, how do you tell if you have a rare quarter, dime, nickel, penny? It's too bad. <laughs> that was a rabbit hole. <laughs> but we did find a penny, and I think I remember Kathleen found this dredging. It's a 1910. Oh, nice. Wheat penny. That's a double D. I save all wheat pennies. <laughs> Yeah. But haven't been getting them all the time. All wheat pennies. You got. I don't know why. Like you said, they're only worth two pennies. So, but as a little kid, I used to find them all the time, like in the in the dirt. Right. <laughs> but you got to save them. I mean, yeah. wheat, wheat pennies, buffalo head nickels. You know, all yeah. Yeah, we did find one buffalo head. Nickel. Did you? Yep, found one. This this little guy. See what you can find going. Oh, nice. Your- yeah. yeah, I know. I was surprised. You don't know until you like, go. You never through. really think of anything about it. No, because you don't look when they give it to you. You just put it in your pocket. Nope. In your pocket. You come and home. Especially with the rare time we do have any change. Right. Agreed. I, I don't. Whoever uses cash anymore? <laughs> not very often. <laughs> no, not very often at all. It's kind of crazy. So I haven't been getting no change. Don't know. Oh, I, I say we melt the copper. Did you melt you, anything? You can't melt U.S. currency. Oh, you can't. Illegal. Is it? <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> not I will say, copper does have a high. Well, I knew it had a higher melting point than right. silver. I was really surprised. Copper's got to be hard to melt because. I would think copper would be real high to melt. It is, yeah. I was surprised. Because I know, like, when you're soldering it, you're using map gas. It's fine. Oh, yeah. You know? It's, yep. see. I know our little kiln, it said it can handle copper, but there's no way. I mean, it would eat through the crucibles, the, the flames, how it works. <laughs> so I don't know how you would melt it in ours. Now, maybe my forge for... Your forge you know, would definitely... Yeah, I, that I could probably put one in there with the two giant torches coming down yeah. on it. But That I would think would do it. It yeah. should. It definitely should. But since you're not allowed to melt copper pennies... So. 
No, no, no. I was yeah. talking about the copper pipe. Oh, copper pipe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I tried. But what about when people yeah. used to drill holes in coins and wear them as necklaces and stuff? Well, see, yeah. And what's funny was, like, okay, like right now, bullion, silver coins, everything. Everything's up and hard to get right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can check around on the Internet. And I came across a lot of these uh, old gold coins from the 1800s. Now, they're small size ones, but I guess it was, like, so popular, people made them into necklaces as pendants. Right. And so they all had clasps on them. Some were holes drilled in them. Others, it was, like, soldered on, you know, to basically hook a chain or whatever. Right. Hmm. I was really surprised by that. Yeah. Interesting. Just but those are only, I think, they're not pure gold. The only pure gold coin is the Buffalo. Which $50. That oh. the How much would that thing cost you nowadays? Um, <laughs> I, for a 2001, I think, because you pay a little bit of a premium, right. obviously. It's like 1930 some, 1940, you know, for an ounce. It's an ounce, solid ounce, 24 karat. Fine gold. Wow. Now the eagle coins, those ones are only twenty-two karat gold. They use a little bit other metals in those, but it's still an ounce of gold, right? Huh? Interesting. Troy ounce, I should say. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like they have one or some. (laughs) Several. Several. I'd settle for one. (laughs) Interesting. Kathleen, did you have any stories tonight? I do. Okay. Well, what we could do, we could do a quick break from Amra, and then we could come back to that. Sounds good. Sound like a plan, you guys? Yep. Sounds like a plan to me. All right, everybody, we'll be right back after these messages. Do you like to mine for gold? Enjoy prospecting a nice crack in the bedrock? Enjoy getting outdoors to camp, fish, hunt, and hike on your public lands? You plan your trip, load the gear, grab the dog, put the family in the truck, and drive off to a locked gate. The sign says you cannot enter or access your own public lands. Mining claims and public land owned by We the People are being designated as off-limits by our own government every single day. Are you concerned about the direction our government government is going? Are you tired of seeing no access, no entry signs on your lands? We are, and we are fighting back. We are AMRA, America Mining Rights Association, the fastest growing small mining advocacy association in America. AMRA is a 501c3 not-for-profit formed by miners, hunters, off-roaders, retired military men, and women to stop the insanity. AMRA was formed to educate, unite, and help the small miners and and public land users on their rights. Rights given to us by God. Do you want access to great mining claims? For a small tax-deductible donation to their Miners Legal Fund, your family gains access to proven excellent mining claims across America for an entire year. AMRA challenges the USFS, BLM, EPA, and the other agencies intent upon stopping you from enjoying your own lands. You are who pays these people's wages. It is time they listen to us 
us. We need to unite. And that is what AMRA is doing. As you sit here right now, thousands of acres of public lands are being closed, locked, and blocked from use by you. Are you fed up yet? Join us. Get in on this fight and let's restore America to what our families fought and died for. Freedom. Just visit AmericanMiningRights.com. AmericanMiningRights.com. Also, check us out on Facebook at American Mining Rights Association. AmericanMiningRights.com. If you're interested in gold prospecting or treasure hunting as a career, hobby, passion, or just something you're interested in getting into, you have to visit goldprospectorspace.com. At goldprospectorspace.com, you'll find forums, chats, videos, blogs, sections on dry washing, metal detecting, high banking, and so much more. At goldprospectorspace.com. There's a store, classifieds, and at goldprospectorspace.com every Sunday night at 7.30 Eastern Time, tune in to Prospectors Radio, the talk show for gold prospectors and treasure hunters. Goldprospectorspace.com is a social network with thousands of members, and everything you need is at goldprospectorspace.com. Sign up today and get connected to others who share your love of gold and gold prospecting. Let the treasure hunt begin at goldprospectorspace.com. Goldprospectorspace.com. It is time for Dredging Up the News with Kathleen Biffle. Mining news from around the globe. Metal detecting, dredging, entertainment news, and fun facts as well. Here's Kathleen. All right, everybody. March 17th. Happy St. Patty's Day. Woo! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. U.S.-based researchers have found that using a complementary form of disinfection known as a copper-silver ionization, also known as CSI, mm. can, de- can decrease disinfection byproducts in salt toxi- toxicity of chlorinated swimming pool water. So they... <laughs> I don't know. What was that? What was that noise? I don't know. I Is that feedback? I think so, because your microphone got really weird sounding. Is it right now really weird? It know. actually sounds okay now, but yeah. it, she was quiet at first, and then it got loud, and then it started doing freaky things. Yeah. How about now? I don't know. Kathleen, talk. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Well, in a study published in the, the Journal of Environmental Science and Technology, um, scientists report that CSI involves generating antimicrobial copper and silver ions by electrolysis. They say that combining this technique will reduce chlorine levels, and it's possible to make swimming pools even safer. Huh. So I wonder if a uh, copper and silver will, well, we keep, we keep thinking silver will just become really, really valuable. <laughs> it, it could be the best thing of year. Maybe. Could be. <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Okay. Hey, in Hungary, archaeologists from the Herman Otto Museum, they discovered a treasure trove of gold. Artifacts during excavations 
of an ancient cemetery. Wow. My um, my microphone's still doing that. Yeah, it's kind of going up and down. It's really I can hear it's it cutting in and out. <clears throat> okay. All right. Where's your IT guy? <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe our microphone's dying. Maybe we can use Snowball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it goes up and down and we'll lose you and then we'll hear you. So keep going. Maybe. Give it a try. Yeah, I'll, I'll sit closer, maybe. Try it. Okay, I'll sit closer. All right. Um, in Hungary. In Hungary. Trove while excavating an ancient cemetery. So previous studies of the area found 16 preserved trunks of cypress trees uh, from one of the oldest known fossil forests. And they estimate this to be about 8 million years old. Wow. Archaeologists have been conducting ongoing ex- excavations in the area over the past decades uh, to rescue artifacts there because there's a threat from the lignite mining operation that's going over there. And what that is, it's basically a, a soft um, brownish coal plant material that's in between coal and peat. Uh-huh. So that's in the area. Um, it's marshy. Uh, you know, like in Scotland. Yeah, it, it's kind of that. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the peat. Yeah, the peat. <laughs> it, it preserves artifacts really well um, in, in bodies. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's also mined for its, I guess, fuel benefits. Did not know uh, that. So anyway, archaeologists are trying to mine those, uh, not mine those, <laughs> they're trying to, to get all the artifacts there while the mining is going on because they don't want things to get to uh, Destroyed, and they want to find things like this that you see behind me. Oh yeah, um, you know, and try try to get this. But this is this comes from the Copper Age, and this was a cemetery that they excavated, and they found thirty four graves. Um, this is dating around the fourth millennium. That's pretty old. Um, but anyway, this these were old objects consisting of hoops, conical plate pendants. That may have been part of a, a big ceremonial headdress. Oh. The pendant symbolized a very, very stylized female figure uh, for the time. So whoever this was was a very, very prominent person to have a headdress with these pieces that you see. Behind. Looks like something that come off a car. Yeah, or they look like pull tabs off a can. But yeah. it made us like a really big, um, elaborate headdress that she was buried in. I need to see it fully assembled. Yeah, assemble it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really, it's really bizarre because it, it was from the top range. Gold mm-hmm. uh, was just really rare back then, so that's why this is very, very cool because it just wasn't really mined as heavily. Right, you look at you look at that one the way it's like folded over on the bottom and bent around. You can see it's pretty cool. Yeah, that one above her head. Yeah, yeah. It's like old Pepsi. Yeah, it looks like a pull tab. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Yes. 
like a thumbtack. Uh-huh. <laughs> the other one looks like a game piece, the one on the lower <laughs> middle. <laughs> It does look like one of the Dalton things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Medieval <laughs> golf tees. <laughs> I don't know, but they're made from gold. They're cool, though. Right. I'd take them. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, just two stories about gold. Um, so I'm going to go go into some fun facts. And awesome. Okay. I didn't find any. I, I was going to dig up my old one I did about leprechauns, but <laughs> I just I just wanted to talk about aquamarine because it's just so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott was going to be on, so why talk about him? Right. <laughs> but it just feels so good to be in the month of March, right? Because we know spring is just around the corner. Today was a, an absolutely beautiful day. Um, so let's just talk about all things March. And one of the things that I think about, of course, are gemstones. And aquamarine is the birthstone for anyone born in March. Right. Dad here is born in March. You would think of anything you know, like green emerald or something, but it, it's actually aqua. And uh, it is considered a lucky stone, so that that's good. But the blue hues come are common to this stone, and it's fitting considering that the Latin translation for aquamarine is water of the sea. No. Uh, legend describes it as a mermaid stone bringing luck to sailors and protecting them from the perils of ocean travel. Huh. So it's, a, it's a crystal that is used for healing. And it's, it's thought to have really soothing energy. And it, it, it's, a, it's supposed to help you with phobias. Um, it's good for the throat chakra. So if you're really into that, um, it's said to boost confidence when you are uh, speaking publicly. So oh. it helps overcome the fear of speaking. And it's an excellent stone for teachers and any uh, person who have to deliver meetings or be a presenter of any type. So. Hmm. Uh, it, relaxes, uh, it relaxes you, makes you fully aware of your surroundings. It gives you wisdom, it says. It also allows you to speak clearly without anger. <laughs> Okay. It's not working. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did more mellow. Oh, I'm wearing an aqua marine. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, as a travel crystal, look how pretty this is. That is uh, cool. The greenish blue aqua marine protects those who are traveling by sea. So, if you're going on a cruise, you know, pack an aqua marine. You know, don't want to see. Um, the ancients used it over their their eyes as you know a treatment from being tired. Um, it also, you know, like I said, helps with anger. It's useful for uh, cleansing energy. If you're if you're interested in that, makes you feel empowered and so on. Um, it's it says to, it's it's a good stone for meditation. 
I don't know if you do that, but if you um, want to meditate and talk to the spirits. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. So aqua, it belongs to the barrel family. Uh, minerals, and that is the same family that um, the emerald comes from. Uh, Morganite, another uh, beautiful gemstone, comes from that. It's got a hardiness on the most scale of 7.5 and 8, so it's very, very strong, like a sapphire. Uh, and ruby, I think, comes from the same. Uh, the more vibrant and deep the color, the more valuable it is. Oh. Those minerals, aquamarine, is formed in earth. Uh, unlike some minerals, this precious gem forms in a variety of rocks. So you can't, it, it doesn't just form in one type. As a source of beryllium, uh, the mineral barrel is actually fairly rare, but because when you find it, you find a bunch of it. <laughs> That's good. Uh, you just find a large amounts of it. Right. So it it can be like emeralds, I think, are more valuable than aquamarines um, because they're just you can find them in abundance. Aquas anyway. But the deeper the blue, the more valuable an aqua is. Okay. And what determines what makes the blue color is the amount of iron in a barrel. So it. Um, the mineral itself is like made up of the same stuff as an emerald, mm-hmm. but because of the, the the chemical compounds in it, it determines if it's going to be blue or green. So, oh, interesting. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the main deposits in the world are in Pakistan, up high in the mountains, and in Brazil. Other locations include the Ural Mountains in Russia, as well as China, California, Colorado. Forest in the U.S. has them. Myanmar, uh, Ukraine, and Africa also have large deposits of aqua. And you can mine them through picking through the surface or by strip mining. Aqua marine isn't found uh, deep enough to warrant any type of shaft mining. Mm-hmm. So early on, most of these gems were found in rivers and on the ground. Mostly in Russia, uh, but Pakistani miners will actually have to scale cliffs in the mountains uh, to to find them. In, in Brazil, they they will use strip mining. Oh, wow! <clears throat> Unlike emeralds, aquamarine is fairly affordable. And this is a picture of my ring. Oh, that's cool! I got a really close up picture, but it's this one. Um, this one, um, I actually got off Etsy. I think it's fake because it's not ha- helping with the anger. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so I've had to give a lot of presentations at work, and I've been on. I've been spot on. So. Oh, see, it helped. It helped with that then. Well, it worked. So anyway, um, it is an affordable gem. I didn't spend a very long. But I think I spent like forty bucks on this ring. <laughs> It is throwing somewhere. Allegedly. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but anyway, um, it, it, it's affordable due to large part that you can find it more abundantly. Um, large crystals, finding them in large crystal form are very, very common. Aquamarine is a gemstone that doesn't have very many inclusions 
as emeralds. So you can find a, a, a piece without inclusions pretty pretty easy easily. Mm -hmm. um, for this reason, you can find large carrots of aquamarines at, at a fairly good price. Um, as a as a result, it's an affordable gem by far. Of course, like I said earlier, when the darker the blue, the the more pure it is, and it's. Um, I mean, it, when you find it in its natural state that way, right? And they can be really, really blue, but you know they're not as valuable as finding them like that. Ah, so so what is the most the world's largest cut aquamarine? I don't know if you can see all of this, but ah, oh, shoot, it cut it off. Anyway, it's called the Dom Pedro Aquamarine. It is the world's largest cut aqua um it was cut from a crystal originally weighing about 100 pounds so um they found a, a big piece of aqua about 100 pounds and they cut this big obelisk and you can you can look it up if you want to see there's really really pretty pictures this picture does not do it justice but it's called the dom pedro aquamarine um and they cut this big ob obelisk and uh, they found this thing in Brazil in 1980, and it is considered, it's, it's like a bluish green, and it's, it's like 10,000 carats. Wow. So it is the largest. And I could not find the most expensive. Um, I found some expensive ones. Like, I found one, like, $50,000 was made wow. of a beautiful ring, but I don't know if it was the most expensive. Right. It's really hard because aqua is just so common. I'll be uh, darn. It's not like the Hope Diamond where <laughs> you know, that was easily Googleable. <laughs> Googleable. 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 But aqua, it was just really hard to find something that was unique. But anyway. Kathleen. That was my fun fact. Kathleen, are these. Here, let me change the view here. I want you to see. Let me see if I can get it for you. Wait a minute. Hold on. I see something. Hold on. Oh, wait, let me turn off the background for a minute. That'll fix it. I think so. So, I mean, Kathleen would probably know. Back it up a little bit. Backing it up. Put okay. it in front of your face. There you go. <laughs> those, Ooh, there's those several. Are, those look like aqua or. Uh, oh, there you go. Can you see them, Kathleen? Oh crap! They're perfect for any occasion. Everything to do is the best. Blue topaz. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Huh. Thank you. Now you're out of focus. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because wow. like, you hold that up. And I'm one of those old people that have to hold things back here to see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Now I got to get refocused. There, 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 there we go. go. <laughs> Look at that. Is that uh, Marilyn Monroe behind you? Yeah, that's her side of the studio. <laughs> See her microphone back there? 
Yeah, her yeah. side looks fancier than yeah, yours. Yeah, her side is fancier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to turn off my turn back on my background. Shad, I bet there was some. Uh, ain't there some events going on? Or- there is an outing um, in Arizona this weekend. Oh, yeah, local events. So, yeah, well, uh, Indiana is the Indian Gold Prospectors outing on uh, Saturday and Sunday at Morgan Monroe State Forest. Right. I think it kicked off 9 a.m. on Saturday, and then they have a dinner at 5 p.m. with raffles and a lot of good fun. If you're interested, check the site out for more details. You do need a free permit to pan. And it is small hand tools only and panning only. So no sluices. Uh, you can have suction dredge, you know, hand dredge pumps. Yeah. No big shovels, hand trials, basically. And all you have to do is is email um, the Morgan State DMR. Wait, let me see who it is. I got mine in a day. And basically, you just tell them that it's free. Yeah, and they're good for a year. <laughs> yeah. You just say so. you want a panning permit. Um, you give them your name and address. And they... Send it to you by email. Oh, that's cool. Free. Yep, it's free. So that'll be a good tip. And they always have the best food out of any club. Oh, really? (laughs) Their their cookouts really good. Free, 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 free. Free. And then then (laughs) you got to get a permit for each person, right? Yes, for each uh, adult, you have to get a, a. a per- panning permit. Got it. So, uh, give yourself a day. Do it tonight. I'm going, so you get it tomorrow and have it. That's pretty cool. At least you get it yeah. like instantly, almost. You know? That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. yeah. Well, I got it within in the same a day. day. Yeah, yeah within the day. Get, I'm trying to get the email address. But, yeah. Uh, but at least you don't have to wait for regular mail. God knows when you'd get it. <laughs> the event would be over. Well, this is- Address I sent it to Morgan S F at DNR dot IN dot gov. Easy peasy. And you so just... Morgan State Forest at well Morgan S as in Sam F as in Frank at D as in dog NR dot IN dot gov. And you just tell them what you what you're wanting a pan and permit? Yep. You're going to tell them, you know, you're going to um, Morgan State Forest and you want to pan and give them your name and address, even if you live out of state, and then they respond with the, they email you the permit and they give you like a map of the state forest of where you can pan. Oh, well, see, that's cool. It's like instant, and there, and there is good gold in there too. I know, right. I like fly food. Nice yeah, people pieces. find good pickers and small nuggets in there. Yeah, there's supposed to be some real nice gold up in there. Last time we went, we found some nice pickers. Mm-hmm. But it, see, that's why they don't allow you to use no dredge. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you can probably really clean up <laughs> Could you imagine if they did? Ooh. I wish they would let you sluice though. Or even Susan would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, there wasn't, if I remember, there wasn't much of a flow to really Oh, okay. But, but imagine if you could dredge it. 
Oh man, wouldn't that be sweet? That would be amazing. That would be a place to dredge. If they open oh. that up for like a month, a year for dredging or a week, that'd be nice. And they should to increase the fish habitat. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so let's move out west now to the Arizona happening, happening uh-huh. uh, by AMRA. Um, now, they're having it up in a place called Jackass Flats. It's near Morristown, so northwest of the city of Phoenix, about an hour and a half outside of the town, basically, with traffic. So it's not too far away if you're in the uh, Phoenix area. Now, this one runs this weekend also, March 20th through the 21st. Um, so there's a lot happening here. Uh, they're going to have... Uh, possibly Pat Keen from Keen Engineering coming out. Uh, Bill Southern, Brian Wilder, who's appearing in Barry and Seagull, will uh-huh. be there. Now, they're also going to have tons of prizes for raffles, a dinner, and, I mean, it's a big dinner. So, you know, AMRA does this also to help raise funds because, obviously, they're fighting for the small miners and mining rights. They're engaged in a lot of legal battles that are ongoing and overcoming. So right. this is a good opportunity to support them, get to know the organization, and then win some really awesome stuff. So they're going to host an actual metal detecting hunt. Um, nice. So I can only assume they're going to have some really nice things for everybody to try to find. It's $20 a person. Now, a couple of the raffles they're giving that they have going on. We're only going to name a few, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of add-ons. That's typically how the AMRA raffles go. Uh, but they're going to have two Henry rifles with the, uh, the AMRA logo. In there. Mm-hmm. One's in 22 long rifle. The other one's a 24 Magnum rifle. Um, and you can actually see uh, video and pictures of them on uh, American Mining Rights Association Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also raffling off a day of mining with Brian Wilder. Uh, they're going to raffle off a keen dry washer, the 151S. Now, this is a behemoth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it costs you $1,600, Wow. Yeah. Um but, I mean, this is one where you have a lot of buckets dug and ready to go, and then you can spend the rest of the time dumping them. It's on my wish list. Nice. Oh, it, it's a must-have for dry wash. I agree. For when we're out there, our puffer's good to scout, but it's a puffer. <laughs> you so much material in a puffer. Yeah. Even with the little battery. <laughs> the little puffer's going to go poof when it yeah, gets out there. it's going to be a little poofer, not the puffer. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? It's still in, though. We, we store it in an old suitcase. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it hasn't been out since a couple of years. Forever. It out there. I think we need my parents to hurry and finish their house being constructed so we can ship all our desert mining gear to the store for <laughs> there them. There you so go. Traveling with it. All right, back to the event. Uh, they're they're also having a raffle for a week long stay at the Roaring Camp Mining Company out in California. That'd which be nice. Great. And Dennis, I'm sure people remember oh, his yeah. visit there. <clears throat> Loves the camp, so that's that's some of the bigger ones given away. Oh, a Mine Lab 440 Vanquish metal detector. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, gold nuggets donated by Gold Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, tons of Amra gear, which, yeah, they got a ton of it. Uh, and then a chicken and cobbler dinner, which dinner costs $35 that are, they're having catered in. So um, they want everybody to register before the outing for dinner and the metal detecting hunt. That helps them prepare and know how much they need. Um, you can find more details at AmericanMiningRights.com and click on Arizona uh, outing, which pops right up. I'll share a link in the Gold Prospector Space chat room <laughs> if somebody wants to share it on the YouTube. That would be awesome. Cool. Um, but, yeah, you go to that link. It'll have the registration link within there at the bottom. You can also send an email and talk to them. Now, I will say – the camping area, if you're going to camp over the weekend, at Jackass Flats, flats it's in Arizona State Trust Land. You have to have a camping permit. Um, it's $15 for an individual or 20 for a family. It's good for a year. It's on demand. You pay for it. They give you an instant email. You print it out, and you put it in your car. Oh, nice. So that avoids in Arizona. We were surprised. As we've been searching for claims, our property, state trust land is pocketed in all over the place. So, and they have different rules about mining and prospecting. So, you want to check that out, but you can still camp at, on them, but you have to have one of these permits if okay. you ever got stopped. Pretty good information, you know? Good to know, Shep. Thank you. Anything else? Uh, not an event. Well, I guess this one could be kind of an event. Um, I don't know how many people follow Gold Bay uh, on social media. Uh, also, if you follow Amra, you might have seen them. They've shared and kicked in things as well. Uh, but the owner of Gold Bay, a uh, great pater company, gets some great deals, is having basically a contest. Uh, it's up for uh, the winner will win sixty thousand U.S. dollars. They also are throwing in basically chunks of gold that weigh over an ounce, and some others. Uh, you'll also, I think, get a day, a day to mine with them. And this, the the mine he has out there is known oh for. The, the specimens yeah, like the crystalline gold crystal, crystallized gold yeah. yeah it's a very rich thing so uh, how do you win this how do you get involved yeah, how do You're, i yeah. oh he'll even pay if you win he'll pay all your expenses to come out by the way man i'm in <laughs> or you can get paid back for it so, okay, so I mean, you're talking mad money i think Amro's thrown in stuff some other groups have also added stuff in there because they're so confident nobody can do this. I think I would be. What is? <laughs> well, here's the challenge. There's a, um, they're going to have several tests, and this is the test dowsing, your dowsing skills. Because I know Shannon from Amra is a huge skeptic. He Obviously, does, the Gold Bay is a big skeptic too. But hey, the way he figures, if somebody really can do it and pass all these tests then that can help him find some great pockets in his mind, right? right? right. A lot of money and exploration costs. So there's a series of tests. You have to watch it on uh, either Gold Bay. He has it on his website or his YouTube, or you can find the link in social media. 
Um, but he talks all about everything. It includes, he'll have a bunch of basically cases, like black pistol box cases. Some of them will have gold nuggets in them, ranging from over an ounce or less, right? And you have to successfully find and detect one try if which boxes the gold is in. Okay. And I think there's some other tests, too, where he hides gold or you have to find where a known pocket is that still has tons of gold in it that he's mining. You have to find it with the dowsing rod. So well, there, I think there's two or three tests with the boxes, isn't there? What's that? Isn't there two or three tests with the boxes? Yeah. Like, there's like seven out of ten or eight out of ten or something. There, yeah, there's several different types, and that's why like, I, I can't remember the, all the specifics off the top of my I head. read it, too, and now I don't remember everything either. It's, it's a lot. It, it's Yeah, so, I mean, you can walk out possibly with, you know, more than $60,000 cash, prizes, and then thousands and thousands of dollars of gold nuggets, plus the possibility to mine even more. Yeah, um, if you can douse for gold, yeah. Huh. I don't know. He, they've already had one person that took the challenge. Amber was there. They actually shared the video. <laughs> oh, really? Of them doing it. Yeah. Let me see if I – obviously, I'm not going to play it and watch it now, but I will share the link um, on the Info Prospector space. Someone else can even share it okay. for me. But I guess that this is Amra's video that they sh- – of somebody taking the test. Wow. So it, it could give you a good insight, a good competitive edge. And this is out in California um, well, to where I you can go. There. If you live there, I would do it just I, for Oh, fun. yeah, just to try it. <laughs> I go on every weekend and try to do it. <laughs> is it on their Facebook page or is it just on their regular page? <laughs> um, well, they've all posted it on both the Gold Base Facebook, Amherst Facebook. Uh, Amherst has the video on YouTube. But also, if you go to Gold Base website, I think there's a link there as well to where it gives all the details within his website, what you need to do and contact him to arrange coming out to take the challenge, take the dowsing challenge. It's, if I lived there, I'd take the challenge. Why not? <laughs> Right? You have yeah. to. Dang. I would. Oh, heck yeah, right? In a heartbeat. You have to try yeah. it. It sounds cool. I it mean, does. I'd be blown away. I mean, the see, I think they're being too, see, I, I'm somewhat of a skeptic, but I've seen it work. Mm-hmm. But it's not that I think it's like pinpointing a specific, like down to the exact area works. I don't think it does that. Right. I think it helps generally in the area to pick up energy and if you're tuned, maybe. Well, the thing is, when you're put on the spot like that, it's, your energy will interfere right. with energy. And then it, it, it won't work. Right. Because you can't, it doesn't work that way. I mean, it is something that, take it from a dowser. I, I dowse. I, I believe it. That's the key. You have to believe in it. It, it's you can't sit there and watch someone do it because you know it, it, it will interfere. Mm-hmm. So our proposal back to Gold Bay from the Wandering Buffaloes is you pay us ten thousand dollars. 
That takes the pressure off. Then you can't watch us. Do then it. you can't watch us. We'll do our thing. We'll share we'll the video, video yeah. of it. Yeah. Like, and, and we'll make sure no fancy editing occurs. It'll be a straight shot video. And we'll prove <laughs> it, work it, and it can be done. So you, you can't have someone doubting you. Right. Yeah. Because guess what? That will affect the dowsing. Yeah. That puts you under the pressure. And you're like, yeah. And the next thing you know, your rods are just going that's over right. right there. Yeah, and then you're just guessing. So, yeah, that's yeah. not, not going to work. So, that's yeah. just my two cents. <laughs> I agree. They, yeah, they, they. I think actually the whole show needs to be able to come out. All the cronies club members, oh, yeah. you should bring us all out. I Mind think so. Outing, all expense paid. Yeah. And, then thousand, and if it works great and they get the gold, but yeah. that's it. Yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, come on. He'll find those hidden pockets yeah. <laughs> that he's looking for. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we just can't be. I lost. think that's win win. Can't have pressure. Just gotta let us do our things. <laughs> that's all there is to it. <laughs> well, that is pretty interesting, though. You know, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna look at it. <laughs> well, we'll have to look at the video. Yeah, cause... I'm gonna watch it after the show. Because yeah, it takes you through what they're doing and. It would just be fun just to go out there. Yeah, it would be fun. Oh yeah, because this is a world. You know, this is a famous mine. He uh, yeah, lucky enough to get. Yeah, it's so one heck of a yeah. mine. Yeah, I'm watching the video now. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people and yeah, it, you're not putting on a show. You're trying to. It's not going to work because you're trying to of, work. You're going to be nervous. It's going to interfere. You gotta be focused. Yep, you gotta be focused. I agree. And on, I know, but it's still a cool concept. It is. It's, it's cool. It's very interesting. Now, speaking of LSS, is cool because nobody else did it, even though you had a week extension. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, I know. You couldn't even melt chocolate I or cheese. I really forgot. <laughs> I bet Rich forgot. Oh, too. oh I get it. Yeah. <laughs> So we we win by default. Yeah, you do. Yes. Yeah, we we melted our, our little silver. Nice. Junk ring. Now we'll tell the funny story. Well, you can. See, we did a video for wondering bubbles <laughs> on it. I mean, because we've never messed around with this type of stuff doing. So it was kind of fun watching tons of other people reading up a little bit about it and just giving it a shot. We felt uh-huh. it, but. So Kathleen had some very beautiful jewelry that she just doesn't wear. Um, one of it was from uh, that she picked up. I think it was on a cruise. Yeah, a cruise. And in Mexico, you know, had like stones, sterling silver, nine two five all over. Real pretty necklace. Like we should have took a picture before I dismantled it. I have a picture. <laughs> it would have been better. So. It had all these stones. So one of the things we talked about is you got to obviously take out any stones, mm-hmm. or glass or beads, whatever, because that'll, yeah, I don't know about melting all that together. So I, I, it was really difficult with this necklace, and it should have kicked in like, hmm, something's not right, because they weren't glass beads, they weren't stones, they were like resin molds to look oh. like stones. 
That would have been our first indicator. Right? Uh-huh. It's hard to get out. I mean, I had to bang on them with a hammer, pop them out. And like I said, I should have realized this probably isn't sterling silver. Mm-hmm. And then the other necklace that Kathleen had, she got at one of those trade shows or whatever the, you know, where they sell by the, sure. <laughs> yeah. the gold, gold string or gold chains, sterling silver chains, other stuff, right? And they'll cut it to whatever length you want, right? right? So, needless to say, when we first attempted to melt stuff, um. We didn't get the chain link on, on film, and we should have when we first tried to. But it wasn't melting. And it, we were so confused, like, what is going on? It should not be taking 30 minutes. Right. Everything I read, within 15 minutes, and usually a lot quicker if you have the heat up high enough at melting point, it's, it's silver melts really fast. So that didn't work. And I set that aside, and then we had a good success made a bar. The next one, I spilt it, so we had to remelt it. Uh, and then we were like, okay, let's throw in this necklace stuff now. It was all <laughs> stainless steel. We ruined a crucible. Yeah. Because, huh? <laughs> yeah, we're trying to melt steel. It was sitting in that crucible for so long. I even ran to the store to get more propane and came back. That tells you how long this is running. She's just standing out in the garage. Like, <laughs> I'm like, how is it not melting Looking at her watch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just looking at it, I was like, "This just doesn't seem right." Yeah, Shan gets back from the store, still not melted. It's glowing, and then my daughter comes out like, "What are you doing?" (laughs) (laughs) Melting silver. (laughs) Yeah, so it it was an experience, and we've learned a lot. Right, at least melting sterling silver. Not everything stamped, obviously, is true. True. Don't buy any necklaces right. from street vendors. Yeah, in Mexico. <laughs> it, it was pretty. It was great artistic, but it wasn't really. But, but so we learned that. <laughs> uh, we also learned that hey, silver, sterling silver does melt pretty fast. So if it's taking longer than how long? What they say on the internet. It should take no more than 15 minutes. And that is true. And that's probably for a big, thick chunk right. of steel. It's not supposed to take an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so you might have something wrong. Um, we have to repair our uh, little kit, our kiln, right? Because it was running for so long. And we, uh, they luckily, they do sell pretty cheap, too, just stuff you put in to kind of replaster the inside of whatever. Still, it lasted, but they they recommend. I found out to sprinkle bone ash at the bottom before you set your crucible in and turn it on. Really? That way, if any slag or anything, something spills out, it doesn't eat through the material of the kiln. Okay. Little cool hint I found out. So we learned that. Good info. One thing we noticed no matter how many times we melted and remelted this stuff. We would always get these little air pocket holes in the sterling silver. Yeah. Now we didn't mix with real silver, and a lot of people say if you we if you're going to reuse it for jewelry, you want to add in pure silver, I guess, when you melt it. And it mm-hmm. may be because of this, because like one of the bars you can see, 
know, I did slightly sand it, right. but you can see all the little holes. Yeah. And I guess that's really common if you just try to melt it straight. Now, granted, this one didn't have any. It, it did, but I sanded them down. It wasn't as bad. This one was pretty bad. But I even tried to remelt it, and I kept getting the same results. I don't know. I've I read, oh, you need to leave it heated longer. Too, you let it too hot. So I have no clue. But then I finally found a whole bunch of people saying it's actually normal. Right. It looks cooler, I think, anyway. I think it looks more natural. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool look with the holes in it. So we ended up, in our video, it was less, but because I found a little bit more silver and melted this one, I think we're at like 1.7 or 1.8 ounces of silver. That was kind of cool. That's awesome. Now, did you have to put flux in it or borax? or? Yeah, we used... um, now, th- these kits come with uh, – the deluxe kit came with its own stuff. Uh, they have a mixture that's meant for gold, so you don't have to use any chemicals, supposedly. Um, and it gets it helps get all the impurities out. Uh, it's kind of like a black sand material. I, I don't remember what it's called. Now, for the silver, this bag they give you, it's actually mixed with borax, um, uh, sodium – carbonate or something in silica huh i may be getting wrong off the top of my head i'm sorry um but yeah it's already mixed now you can make your own i was reading a lot some people just use the borax stuff but they usually say you want to mix in the sodium carbonate and then usually at least that and then some say i'll add to silica so it comes with the kits it's good to use for silver and copper and what it does it helps heat up and everything more evenly i guess okay so, and I wasn't sure, I couldn't find anything specific on how much to use. Oh. So you see some videos where guys would sprinkle some on top when they're melting in and just a, like open crucible with a map torch. Mm-hmm. And then they would sprinkle more. I started with a little bit, but towards later on remelting, I would just get like a half a teaspoon poured in there. Huh. You know, and it were great. I mean, it, Get it hot really fast and melt it. So okay, good. It cool. I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> it, it's something I think you really got to practice more with, right? Um, not just with silver. We do want to take a stab and melt some gold. Oh, the other thing I learned is the molds. <laughs> they usually said, "Oh, this is a one ounce or two ounce mold." Well, like the one we used was a two ounce one. That's two ounces for gold, but only an ounce for silver or copper because gold is heavier. And, and it, it makes like sense. <laughs> it makes sense. But, yeah, it, you cannot take, like, the little – if you had, like, a coin mold for a one-ounce gold, you would not be able to melt uh, one-ounce silver and fit in that. You would only be able to get half of it in there. I'll be darned. Well, that was interesting to learn, too. I didn't know that either. That and all those molds and crucibles, they don't last long. See, that sucks. That's what sucks, too. <laughs> See, you'll learn. You'll learn the more you it do it. Fun. Yeah. And you'll get better and you'll cool. learn more. And wear gloves, safety, precaution. Safety first. I did yeah. get. We, we got a lot of comments about that. I all right, that. I will say this. <laughs> the kit we got comes with the, the little. Yeah, little tongs. Tongs, but they're small. Like openings to get your fingers. 
So I did order. I already got them in bigger. Well, one, they're longer. I think the ones I got are like 16 inches or 14 inches long, but it has bigger openings so you can actually wear gloves. Because I had gloves with me. Kathleen can attest to it. I really did have my gloves for welding and stuff. But I couldn't hold, put my fingers in and control it to pour it. So I was like, I'll take it off and just stand back and hope it doesn't splash. (laughs) (laughs) I'm notorious for hurting myself, too. (laughs) I really did try to be safe. (laughs) Honest to God. But now we are. Because, yeah, that stuff's so hot. I don't want that on me. Oh, my God. It was pretty hot. That'd be horrible. Oh, yeah. Absolutely horrible and painful. Yeah, be safe. Make sure you have the right equipment. I have a permanent gold mark on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, unless it goes through your whole skin, I don't know. Oh. Like, it's not a, you're talking, what, 1,100 degrees Celsius? Oh, yeah. That's hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, be you careful. You're going to jig faster than anybody around. Be careful with that stuff. But it, but it is cool to see that crucible glowing. I bet. It pours out. It's, it's, it's neat. It's neat. cool. Good way to see somebody twerking, right? Need one of them kits. Yeah. Yeah, neat. they're they're um, they they range from in the low hundreds to like the fully deluxe ones about under two, I think. All right. You get the, the pencil torch tips. Now the, the those little kits we use, the size we have, does not it's not rated to use map gas. If you want to use map gas, he sells the bigger ones that can handle that heat. Oh, Oh, good to know. I didn't know that. I thought they. But how long does it take to heat it up? Just using the regular propane torches. You know, um, it was well the second time we did it, not the first time. Uh, the second time, it was really pretty much good to go about five to seven minutes. Oh, wow. that's good. Okay. No, they get. I mean, you got two of them going in there, and it heats up pretty fast. Well, I know you said before it took forever. I guess when you guys tried it the first time, is that what it was? Yeah, because we were melting steel. <laughs> When you're melting steel, it takes a little longer. That explains it then. (laughs) Yeah. So, but it's, yeah, it's cool to learn. I want to learn more, obviously, before we do some of our gold. Um, You know, because, yeah, the graphite mold you have to heat up to, which I did. But then, like, Razor, I think he says, you need to have a torch blowing heat on it as it cools, which may make it sense. And, well, maybe that helps reduce the air pockets. I don't know. So I'll be curious. I know Razor's melted some stuff on his YouTube, so I'll check more out there. We can watch together and see and figure this out. Worst case, you can always remelt it, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Worst case. You know, as long as you don't spill it. Yeah. Just don't spill it. A couple it. gold rings, too. <laughs> yeah. Kathleen found some old gold rings from way back. And yeah, they're a couple grams. I think three and a half grams of gold. Yeah, there you go. We'll melt see? those bad boys. Heck yeah. Meld them. Melt it. Melt it. <laughs> All right. And on that note, let's go ahead and wrap it up. All and right. I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. I think that's everything. We'll see you Sunday night at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. We're going to do the open Zoom mic night thing. So come on and hang out and join the fun. <laughs> And be sure to post on Scott's uh, Facebook of Leprechaun Images and 
uh, on Dennis. Let's go after him and post images of garden gnomes. Oh, garden gnomes, correct. I, there you go. Don't forget everybody. Post images of what? Garden gnomes. <laughs> For Dennis, garden, garden gnomes. gnomes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Scott, leprechauns. Yep. All right. So we're out of here. Have a great week. Good night, everybody. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 7.30 for another great show. For updates and more info, please go to www.prospectorsradio.com. Got a leprechaun. (laughs) It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.